Robinhood was down for two days. The first day the platform was unavailable was the biggest day for stocks in 12 years. The Dow gained 4.6%, but millions of Robinhood users could only watch and missed out on the biggest rally since the financial crisis. We will talk about the facts of the Robinhood audit and what you can do if you were one of the Robinhood users that experienced losses or missed out on gains. So let's get started. Now, before we dive into the Robinhood lawsuit and the audit, let's first talk about what is Robinhood. You see, Robinhood was founded in April 2013 with a bold promise, commission-free trading. At that time, Schwab, TD Ameritrade, and other big brokerage firms were still charging $6.95 per trade, so approximately $14 to buy and sell a stock. Not only did Robinhood offer zero commissions, but they also had a genius marketing campaign. Robinhood started a viral marketing campaign. Invite friends, get free stock. Now, as Robinhood says, for every new friend you invite to join Robinhood, you can both earn a free stock. And they display the logos of Berkshire Hathaway, GE, Microsoft, and others. This attracts a bunch of young traders with no money because there are also no account minimums. So you can open an account with as little as $1 and start inviting friends. And as Robinhood says, if enough of your friends sign up, you can earn up to $500 per calendar year in free stocks. Now Robinhood says the value of the share may be anywhere between $2.50 and $200. And many users hope to get a stock worth $200. But here's the disclaimer. Robinhood says there's an approximately 98% chance of the stock bonus having a value of $2.50 to $10, and approximately 1% chance of the stock bonus having a value of $10 to $50, and an approximately 1% chance of the stock bonus having a value of $50 to $200. Now, after some basic math, and uh, we can quickly see that you only make $2.52, maybe $10 per referral. So if you want to make up to $500 per year, you would have to refer 50 to 250 friends. And that's why many Robinhood users spam forums, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter with their referral links. So how does Robinhood make money? You see, other brokers charge five to $10 in commissions and Robinhood doesn't charge anything. In addition, they are handing out shares for you and your friend if you sign up with them. So how do they make money? Well, according to the website, they make money in three ways. The first one is Robinhood Gold. They say it's a suit of powerful investing tools and uh, this starts at $5 a month. Now. The second way how they make money is by rebates from market makers and trading venues. And number three is income generated from cash. So let's dissect this. Let's first take a look at Robinhood Gold. Now, Robinhood offers a premium service called Robinhood Gold starting at $5 per month. Now, as of December 2019, Robinhood had 10 million users. So let's say that only 5% of them are using Robinhood Gold. That would be 500,000 users. Each of them is paying $5 per month, so that's $2.5 million per month or $30 million per year. 
Not bad, but probably not enough to pay their 900 employees. Now, the second thing is rebates from market makers and trading venues. You see, this is where it gets shady. In 2018, Bloomberg reported that Robinhood makes nearly half of its revenue, more than 40%, from high-frequency trading and payment for order flow. Wait, what exactly does that mean? Well, it means that Robinhood doesn't send your orders to an exchange. Instead, they have market makers matching your orders behind the scenes. Now, this means that you're not trading against other traders. You are trading against market makers. And what do you think? Who is winning this game? <laughs> you guessed right. The market makers. They make so much money that they pay Robinhood to execute the trades through them instead of an exchange. So you might not get the best price for your orders. In fact, FINRA fined Robinhood $1.25 million in December 2019 for failing to ensure that its customers received the best price for orders. Anyhow, so Robinhood gets a piece of the action. How much? Well, according to one of their owners, very little. In a statement, he said it's only 2.6 cents per $100 traded. So let's do some math. If a customer buys 100 shares of Apple for $200 per share, that would be a $20,000 purchase and Robinhood would get $5.20. Well, still doesn't sound much, does it? Well, according to some estimates, Robinhood makes $69 million per year from these rebates. Now let's take a look at the third source of income. Income generated from cash. If you have money in your Robinhood account and you don't have it invested in stocks, Robinhood can invest this money. So let's do some math. You see, unfortunately, Robinhood does not disclose information on its total assets under management. So we don't know how much money customers have in their accounts, but some estimate that the average account size of a Robinhood user is $2,000. Now, with 10 million users, that would be $20 billion in assets. Not all of this will be invested in stocks. Realistically, probably only half of it is invested in stocks. The rest is probably just sitting in accounts. So Robinhood has probably $10 billion available to invest. And right now, American Express is offering a savings account with 1.7%. But let's say Robinhood gets only 1.5% on the unused cash. Now, based off $10 billion, that would be $150 million per year. So let's tally it up. Income from Robinhood Gold, $30 million. Rebates from market makers, $69 million. Income generated from cash, $150 million. That's almost $250 million per year. Now, keep in mind, these are only estimates. There's no exact information because Robinhood is a private company. But I think these estimates are pretty good. So now that we know how Robinhood makes money, let's look into the Robinhood lawsuit. You see, Robinhood shut down for two days. On Monday, March 2nd, the Dow had its biggest day since the financial crisis in 2008. 
the Dow gained 4.6% or 1,265 points and Robinhood was down. Users couldn't buy or sell stocks. And on Tuesday, March 3rd, when the Federal Reserve announced an emergency interest rate cut, the Dow plummeted almost the same amount and Robinhood was down again. So for two days straight, when the Dow moved more than 1,000 points per day, Robinhood users were stuck and could only watch. They missed out on profits and they also couldn't sell any losing positions. Needless to say that millions of Robinhood users are pissed. It was only a matter of days before somebody filed a class action lawsuit. So let's talk about the Robinhood lawsuit. Michael Taffy, an attorney in Tampa, filed a class action lawsuit on Wednesday, March 4th, the day after Robinhood outages occurred. The attorney claims that there are at least $5 million in losses across all users, and he's seeking for compensatory and punitive damages. Will he succeed? Well, you see, on the one hand, every Robinhood user agreed to a 44-page user agreement in which Robinhood says it cannot guarantee that its channels will be available and error-free every minute of the day. Further, the agreement says that Robinhood cannot be held liable for interruptions due to failures beyond its control. However, the founders of Robinhood stated on their website that the cause of the outage was stress on our infrastructure. So based on this, the lawyer argues that Robinhood admitted platform outages were due to its own failures. You see, the lawsuit further alleges that Robinhood was negligent and breached its contract by failing to provide a functioning platform. Now, I'm not a lawyer, but I agree. When a platform goes down because of stress on the infrastructure, this is not beyond the company's control. If their data center was wiped out by a massive hurricane or a meteor crashing into it, that would be out of their control. But stress on the infrastructure? Come on! If you are affected, what should you do? You see, right now, Robinhood is offering its gold clients three free months of service. A $15 value. Now, first of all, I think that's a slap in the face. You see, one user, 35-year-old Brad Finson, reported that his account fell by $52,000. Do you really think that he wants another three months on this platform? Especially since the owner stayed, as our engineering team works to upgrade our infrastructure, we may experience additional brief outages. Wait, what? More outages? <laughs> Again, I'm not a lawyer, so I cannot give you legal advice. But if I were affected, here's what I would do. Number one, I would not take anything from Robinhood because based on my knowledge, if you take anything from them, for example, their $15 offer, you might not be able to participate in a class action lawsuit. Number two, I would watch the news very carefully and see who is filing lawsuits and what I would need to do to be part of it. And number three, I would move my money out of Robinhood as quickly as possible. Now, if you have been following me for a while, you know that I always have been warning people about Robinhood. Kind of hate when I'm right. All right, that's it for today. 
If you enjoyed this episode, please make sure that you subscribe to this podcast. And if you could do me a huge favor and rate it, that would mean a lot to me. Just leave a five-star rating and let others know what you think about the podcast. Also, you can go to rockwelltrading.com social, where you'll find links to all of my social media accounts, as well as event info, blogs, and other cool updates I have for you. Thank you so much for listening, and remember to join me next time. Until then, have a great time, and I'll talk to you soon. Music.